Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together. We're into the 70s now. Uh, Not the 1970s, but the 70s episodes, I think. Oh, I don't know. 72 is my guess. I think this is about 72. So, wow. Thank you so much for being part of that and for helping that to become a reality. Obviously, I wouldn't keep doing it if nobody was listening. Um, so thanks for listening, and if you've been here since the beginning, well, fair play to you. And if you're just joining, well, that's wonderful too. Thank you very much. I'm here, and uh, it's late at night once again. I don't know what time it is with you, but for me it's late at night. And um, I'm glad to be sitting here once again. This is my happy spot to bring you the show. And my guest this week is Jessica Hardwick, who came over to the studio and we had a good old bit of chat. I'd met her once or twice, but I didn't really know her that well at all. And we sat down and we had a cup of tea and uh, a Boland's Mallow, which uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not getting, this is not a paid promotion. Um, I used to know it as a Bobby's Mallow. Do be on the lookout for that. It's a great snack. Um, Boland's is the more common brand and there is a name for it. I think it's called a Mikado in Ireland. This is a well-known Irish snack. It's a small biscuit with two rows of mallow um, along the top of it. Anyway, I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I tell you that. Just because it's one of the most brilliant biscuits I've ever had. And I had them growing up and uh, not many people know about them, but I've introduced them to Gary McNair, a weekly name check for Gary there. Uh, and he loves them and they've become a sort of a staple. So when I was in Ireland, I wasn't in Ireland, I was in uh, London, well I was in Essex, in Ilford uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I was staying in an Irish guest house and they had a shop sort of thing and uh, they sold, you know, Barry's tea bags and soda bread mix. I got some soda bread mix uh, and also these mallow things and I got a couple of packs. Um, anyway, <laughs> that is a roundabout way of saying that me and Jess Hardwick had a wee biscuit. And uh, got to know each other a wee bit, and we did that most of that over the mics, and uh, the result of which is the interview that I'm bringing you today, and I'm delighted to bring it to you. And how are you? I know it's rhetorical, and um, but I want you to have a wee think about what the answer is. Thank you for being in my company in this strange uh, digital way. How are you? I hope you're well, and I hope that your week is going well, and I hope that the wee things of your life are going well. I had a an experience today, I went to see uh, a Shakespeare production of Measure for Measure by the Glasgow University Shakespeare Society and that's a tricky old play to be to be choosing. I'm not sure what the motivation for choosing it was and some, I believe some of the students were theatre students but some were studying other things, some were from different unis I think, I'm not really sure how it works but anyway, it was at Cotters and what a beautiful venue and some great performances and some bold choices. Um, I, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do and I feel like that it takes me so long to get my head around a Shakespearean text uh, if I'm involved in it that I just, I do find it quite challenging to take it in in such a short space of time. Um, but yes, I applaud their, their vigour and uh, this all, as far as I know, is all extracurricular and all self-directed and not self-directed in the sense that they didn't have a director, uh, but they, you, you know, it's, they take it upon themselves to create the production. Um, so fair play to them. Well done. And uh, I've got back from that. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I was sitting in the interval and I was having one of those moments that I have far too often, in fact, and I'm sure you can identify as... Um, of sitting there and thinking, right, I've got to do this, I'll watch the second half of this, then I'll go home, I'll sit down and do the podcast, and then tomorrow, and I'm away into tomorrow lunchtime, and then I'm into, and the week's over in my head before I know it, and then I realise I can't get any of that stuff done any faster or any more efficiently or any better by thinking about it more, really. If there's a problem that needs to be thought about and, and reasoned out, then sure, but that's not what I was doing, I was just living in the future in my head. And it wasn't getting me anywhere, so I chose to come back to that moment, the moment of the interval, and say, right, well, I'm going to watch the second half of this play, um, I'm going to watch the next bit of this play that's presented to me, and then and then see, and then see. And here I am, and everything's alright, you know, doing this wee bit of the podcast, and I have to just know that tomorrow takes care of itself. I do what I can today, try and get as a good amount of sleep, you know, rest, prepare for tomorrow, but I can't do tomorrow right now. Uh, 
I know I'm preaching to the choir and I know uh, it's nothing we haven't heard before, but it just struck me tonight that I was away ahead and I know that we can do that, especially being self-employed as we are, as many of us are. Um, you know, we're trying to spin plates and do a million things and be everything to everybody a lot of the time. And sometimes it's just one wee thing at a time. In fact, it's always just one wee thing at a time. So I'm in the midst of rehearsals for Chick Murray, A Funny Place for a Window, which is delightfully mostly sold out in three venues, the, the, all three venues that it's visiting on this tour. So that's great. I mean, there's a great thing about just not being concerned about um, if people are going to be there. That's Because sometimes that's you spend a bit of you know, brain space thinking, oh, I wonder, you know, um, and uh, and shows like this, you just put that to one side and you just go, there's going to be people there. Um, and Chick Murray's name does that to some extent, and I'm sure Dave Anderson's name does it to some extent, he's playing Chick Murray in the play. And now we have the addition of, of the brilliant Maureen Carr, who's playing Maidy, and she's just, you know, a total joy to be around, and, and great, great at what she does. So that's great. It's one of those jobs where you just sit back and just watch the masters at work and learn what you can and contribute what you can and yeah great fun great fun and i'm doing a wee bit more musically this time so i'm kind of run ragged trying to record bits of music and stuff but i've told myself i'm not recording anymore tonight it's just time to bring you this and then get on with <coughs> get on with resting up for tomorrow so yeah i don't know rabbit on a wee bit tonight i don't know i hope you're well i hope you're doing well whatever you're doing and I hope that you're able to live right now and do one wee thing at a time, whatever it is. Um, and then tomorrow will take care of itself, whatever it is. So yeah, thanks very much for being part of my wee show. And thanks for your lovely comments, your tweets, your retweets, those Instagram likes and all the things that you're doing towards it. And of course, thank you very much to my Patreon followers, the people who have subscribed to the podcast to become patrons of it and chip in a wee bit to keep it going and to help it to grow. Uh, I'm working on some some other avenues of uh, of growth at the moment, and more will be revealed uh, in time. But in the meantime, those wonderful people who go to patreon.com forward slash putting it together and make those few clicks to contribute financially to the show are very much appreciated, and you can still become one of them. So if you can afford to, it's only a few quid a month, uh, you might be putting in for someone who can't afford to. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's going to help us to build the show. Um, there's lots of ways I can do that, um, not least by offering the guests a richer experience. I can uh, offer them transport and expenses and give them a, a, a meal and those kind of things that I've always wanted to be able to do that sometimes I can do off my own bat and sometimes not so much. Um, and there's other things, there's other costs involved, equipment being one of the big ones. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's, there's loads of ways that this show can grow and with your help it will. So please do, if you can, go to patreon.com forward slash putting it together. And if you can't afford it, you don't want to for any reason, don't worry, the show remains free to you and to everybody. Everybody gets the same show every Wednesday. It's on your podcast provider and it remains completely free. So thank you very much for those contributors and please go to that address if you can to join them. Now, if you're not doing so already, of course, it's good if you can follow me on social media, Pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can go onto Facebook page just by searching Putting It Together. So yes, use those channels to get in touch with me. Tell me how you're doing. Tell me where the, the wee show fits into your life. And if you've got suggestions for how the show can progress, if you've got ideas of who you'd like to hear on the show, stuff like that. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to continue the conversation with you on different platforms. So please do that. I'm always available for that kind of a chat. Thanks to all those people also who are doing great work behind the scenes uh, to to get the podcast to you and chipping in, in in small, unexpected ways. Not small, actually, but in many unexpected ways, uh, including Meg, who's transcribing the podcast and those transcripts are coming. They are coming to you. And the reason that they're not on the website is my fault and not Meg's because of how much I've got on my plate. But anyway, thank you to people like Meg who are doing work behind the scenes to champion the podcast. Um, and to those guests who've been on who keep tweeting about it and, and sharing it. And please do that. If you enjoy an episode, why don't you share it and let people know you're listening to it. Anyway, gosh, you must get sick of this every <laughs> every week, me telling you, punting, you know. Um, but I've got to do it. We've got to keep it growing you know? Uh, so yes, thank you very much for what you're doing so far and keep it going. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I'm going to, 
hand you over now to Jessica Hardwick because you'll be in good hands. So she's here and she's with me and here we are. We're putting it together. So my mum and dad thought they were going to have a boy. So I was always going to be called Jack, which I only actually found, I I didn't actually find that until quite recently. But um, yeah, I was always going to be called Jack. Which is quite a strong, Jack Strong, strong name. That's a strong name, I like it. Both my grandparents were called Jack. There's a CK in both. Yep, exactly. I think it was sort of their easy option. They were just like, that's fine. Just call Jack. Yeah, just call her Jack. I get it. After, yeah, both our dads, that's fine, done. Right, right. And then, and then I was, I let them all down the moment I came into the world and, um, and I wasn't a boy. I was a, I was a woman. Yeah. And, um, and so, but they weren't prepared for that. So they didn't know what to call me. So they gave me three names, Joanna, Jessica May, which I often forget because I've never been called any of them. And they used to, uh, yeah, for the first sort of four months four months of my life they kind of alternated what ones they called me and then settled on Jessica but I, I just yeah I forget and often so they actually tr- sort of tried out yeah <laughs> they just tried them out That's mad. gave them a wee yeah a wee trial go trial and they run. just decided and then they just decided on Jess on Jessica yeah so did they actually try May as well or was that always going to be I like feel, a middle name I think they did I, I'm quite glad they didn't settle on that one is May, that a bad Hardwick. thing to say yeah no it doesn't I just, no it's not for me so I think maybe that just stuck in the middle but yeah yeah. So you've Joanna. gone with Jessica. You've never had any equity problems. Oh no, with, no, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. I was, I was always, I was always that. Yeah. I was. <laughs> you know what? If I was going to be a girl, I'm sure I've said this in the show before. I was going to be Noreen. Oh, lovely. Noreen oh, you'd O'Sullivan. say Noreen. What do you think? Oh, Noreen O'Sullivan. Uh-huh. I can see it right now. So there I don't is. know. In a sense, I'm, I don't, I'm maybe I'm glad mm-hmm. that I'm a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like Noreen. I think you'd. I think you'd, There's you'd not wear a lot of Noreens well. around. You'd wear it well. Yep. Yep. You'd in fact, stand I don't out. know. I know one Noreen in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I had that whole equity name thing. Oh, did you? But when I was younger, I thought that that was like a fun thing that you got to do like you get to choose your name yeah, i know and you then know you're, you're like a kid. split personality and you're like i don't know what I, who i am anymore yeah exactly <laughs> did you have uh, did you have names that you went by when you were like when we played houses oh, as I kids loved playing houses. We, you know you had to say i'll be such and such and yeah, you would yeah. make up a name did yeah, you have yeah. do you have a pretend name I can't. No, I can't say. I'm sure I did. You had too many I real names one, to deal yeah, with. I had, it was yeah, exactly. It's enough already. I was dealing with multiple personalities of oh, my own. Yeah. It was too difficult to settle yeah. on one. I wish I did. I wish I did. Though. I was Alistair Jackson. Oh, lovely! Oh, solid name. Yeah. Do you ever use that in life? Like, if you've got to make up a fake name, does it just pop out? No, but do you know? Recently, <laughs> I've started thinking. Why do I always tell the truth? Like in taxis and places where I don't think it's anyone's business. Yeah. Why don't I just? And when you can't be bothered, you just can't be bothered. You're like, I don't want to explain. Yeah. I, um, I've done that a few times and I've, I've almost prepared it. I'm like, I'm going to say that, I don't know, I study art at uni or something. I don't know, something. Just for or, a or I'm a chef or a baker or something. Yeah. But then I think I'd get caught out because then I was like, I don't know enough about those things if they asked. And I'd just be so embarrassed. They're like, oh, really? You're at Glasgow. You're studying this. My my cousin's on that course. Or something. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, great. No, yeah, she's Fantastic. excellent. She's yeah. a very good uh, painter. She does paintings, great Look great. Sculptor, oh, all that. All the colours. realistic and all that. <laughs> Yeah. If that's what's good yeah. about it. But I kind of, yeah, I wish I had, I wish I had the guts to follow it through, but I almost feel like I'd just chicken out at the end. I would. Not I'm too commit. truthful for my me, own good. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I blab. Me, I blab. I get very red. Very, yeah. very red. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 For an actor, I'm a tremendously bad liar. Oh, me too. But it's because of guilt. Oh, like I don't want to deceive people. Hundred percent. I want to tell the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to leave feeling any like I've left anything that's not. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. But do you think that's to a fault? I mean. Is that causing us? It's causing me. <laughs> like it, it would be better if I could ease up sometimes yeah. and just be like, you don't have to tell all the truth all, all the, time. the time. Or also share everything you're feeling. Exactly. All the time. Do you I do that as yeah, well? Yeah, just go straight in there. Yeah. Just like rain it back. Just live your day. <laughs> yeah, but how much is that about uh, spending time in rehearsal rooms where we just suddenly were like best friends with everybody yeah, instantly? Yeah. Or Re- you have to connect. just fall in with people. A hundred percent. We're sharing loads all the time. More than any other job, surely. Oh yeah, no, yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's kind of how you how you um form those friendships so quickly yeah. the tr- i suppose it's like a trust thing isn't it yeah but yeah i think we kind of jump we miss the small talk pretty quickly and just go straight time. in no time no time for small talk there's no time for that just straight into the feelings Except <laughs> straight for into the deep our stuff. version of small talk which is of course name dropping and yeah. saying, 
did you have you worked with her? I saw you in this thing oh, and God. you were with uh, oh she's lovely isn't she great oh, she's wonderful do you hate that I, I can see you squirming I, I hate it a little bit Why? just partly because I then forget names oh you're not good with names I'm so bad with names I feel like I then forget it or I get myself all in a tangle and then I just like right get go really quiet and sit at the back of the room with a cup of tea and a biscuit that's what always happens in meet and greets i just get so flustered and end up at the, yeah i hate those things and me too they're so overwhelming you're like i just want to get on with it now i can't remember everybody's names what about the big circle oh the big circle i hate it yeah me too because <laughs> i did a big <laughs> circle once and i was the last person to speak oh god and i i mean in my memory it's probably looming larger than it is but it feels like everybody from Scottish theatre was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was the last person to speak and I was playing the part of Clown. Excellent. So everyone went around and they said, I am Janine and I'm head of... I've got Janine again. It must be my go-to name at the moment. I'm head of marketing and mm-hmm. I'm Robert and I'm such and such. I went around. Everybody, I'm the artistic director, got to me and I went, I'm Brian, I'm playing the clown. Excellent. And it was just such a like, <laughs> crash to earth. You should have come out with, I'm Noreen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Noreen. What was it, Alistair Jack? What was the, what was my it? name's Alistair Jackson. I love and that. That's really solid. Alistair Noreen Jackson. Alistair Noreen Jackson. <laughs> and I'll be playing the clown. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But my clown did have uh, a yellow raincoat like what you were wearing like tonight when you got here. Like my fisherman's jacket mm-hmm. straight off straight off the fishing boat into yep. your into your garden. Did you ever go fishing? Um I get really seasick. I'm oh. a very sickly person. No, I'm not a sickly person. But I get yeah, I get very very bad motion sickness. So uh, I get that in cars for yeah, sure. Yeah, cars and boats never end well with me. Mm. Even though I like the sort of nautical look, but just on dry land. Well, that's fine. Yeah. You can just have the fashion without yeah. the without the travel, without the pain. Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. So, what about planes? Because people, it's funny that people. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it I'm seems to be less common. I fine think. on planes yeah. and fine on trains, but just you know, as soon as I'm on anything that rocks or goes round yeah. corners, I just go very, very quiet and very, very pale. <laughs> I am okay until I read anything or even look yeah. at a screen or your phone yeah, and i'm totally. tempted to look because there's a message and i go i'll just quickly say yeah, such yeah, and yeah. such i'm coming i'm on my way or something yeah and then it's a death but, sentence yeah Never and there's no going phone. back from it no yeah, exactly like there even if you no don't look at the back. phone again the stomach started yeah. then and yeah. that's it yeah my only cure for it mm-hmm. is to drive if, if you're the one that's driving you're mm-hmm. fine oh really? i'm always fine from driving and even if i've had been the passenger and i feel terrible yeah if i take over the driving it's like instant cure. That's funny. The no, focus just, just changes. focusing on the road, yeah. yeah. I can't drive. Uh, so that's why you need I'm to learn to them. drive. I know, I'm just so clumsy. I did all like, I did my, uh, what do you call it, theory test at high school. Right. And then did all like the lessons and everything. Uh, yeah, I did all the lessons and and practiced. But I was, well, my, the first time I ever went out in the car with my dad, I reversed instead of went forward into a nursery's fence. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean like a garden or a small children's? No, a a small children's. Yeah, and luckily there was no children in it, but um, I didn't have any money because I was like 17 and my dad had to pay for that. So that was not a good start. That was the first (laughs) time you went out? Yeah, I think maybe the first or second time. And then I did all the tests and, uh, sorry, all the lessons and everything. And I failed my, failed my practice test because I went round a roundabout the wrong way <laughs> and then turned left at a junction and went down the wrong, not on the left hand side, was on the right and got Ooh. all panicked because I get, I'm, I'm, I'm quite dyslexic and get like my left and right muddled up, muddled up and up and up and if, if I'm reading a sign it just takes me a wee bit long. Whoops, don't adjust your dial. This is the part where... Uh, this is the part where it all breaks down. Uh, no, it's fine. It's going to be fine. But listen, we've known each other long enough, me and you, that I can tell you honestly what's happened here. We had a, a technical malfunction. And now normally, if there was a thing like this, I would try and edit around it and make it lovely and seamless. But in the in the muddle and the confusion of starting the recording again and being so happy that the first 10 minutes had saved, um, I forgot to make a link in our conversation so we just kind of started talking about being thankful that it had saved and then we went on from there so rather than try and cut in and lose all this fun i just thought i would join you here and say look this is what's happened and then let's resume when we've got the computer back up and running and everything's saved and we're happy and safe and secure and we continue our conversation is it saved the first bit's definitely saved excellent so that's We've got 10 minutes in the can. In the can. And, and it could be a short and sweet. We it could, could do be, many episodes. It could be like an evening, like what we were talking about before, about the sending, like listening to somebody speaking to send you off to sleep. Right, so it's little episodes, uh-huh. one one a night. Just one a night, little 10 minute bursts. 
You realise what you're doing by making that suggestion is giving me more editing work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I have to do separate 10 minute episodes. Se- separate, maybe se- one a day for the whole week. Exactly. Seven. Seven, ten, <laughs> seven, ten minutes. <laughs> the work involved in that doesn't even bear thinking about. Yeah. With just like some nice a little, bit, a little bit of music, beginning, end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Well, the reason we're talking about that was, of course, because the thing just broke in the middle mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Again. Mm, but it's fine now the first 10 minutes have saved this is going to be a really disjointed weird sounding episode I kind of like that though it's fine a bit kind of like it's a bit postmodern a bit arty yeah, yeah a bit yeah. postmodern jump cut in the middle of it yeah yeah that's alright keeps everybody on their toes you go, know? That was, did you hear the, uh, the jo- Joanna Jessica <laughs> May <that>? Hardwick <laughs> yeah. was it Joanna Yep, that's yeah, that's thought I'd forgotten. Andy, Andrew, da- Andrew Jackson. Alistair. Alistair, sorry. Did you hear the, the Jackson Hardwick episode <laughs> yeah. of yeah, yeah. putting it together? Oh man, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> what, where do you? Where's your feelings on uh, kind of modern art and stuff like that? Oh, I don't know. I kind of. That's a really broad term. I know it, it is. No, no, no. I quite like that as a question. I'm quite like easily distracted, I think, as a person. Like, right, I right. think like I'll go into a gallery and I will look at everything. But I'm quite brief. I'm quite like, yep, that one. And then if one catches my attention, I'll really stick with it. Right. But I'm quite like, I, I find it quite hard when there's lots of people like looking at something like, oh, yeah, that's great. I'm really, yeah. really feeling this. I'm just like, oh. It's crap. <laughs> Move on to the next one. But then, I guess that's what art, isn't it? It's exciting. Some, it don't know, pulls yeah. different people in for different things. But but I wonder how many of, you know, if there are 10 people crowded around looking, mm-hmm. how many of them are really Really looking. It? Or... How many have seen other people looking exactly, and join in? Exactly. I want to join in. You 100%. don't know. I think that's a good photo, isn't it? Taking a picture of people looking at a picture. Especially if they've got their heads tilted slightly. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, yes. yes, yes. But then nice. that's famously that guy, uh, Marcel Duchamp. Was it Marcel Duchamp? I'm related to him. You're kidding. Nope, that's a true story. This yeah. is amazing. What, tell me that more about that. That was funny that just came up. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, very distantly. But my mum, my mum's half French, so my granny was is was French. And right. she married a Scot. My granddad was Scottish. Um, and her second cousin was Marcel Duchamp. I could be, it's either the second cousin or second cousin once removed. But she wrote a letter to him <gasps> um, when he was doing a big exhibition in Paris. And somewhere in our attics, not mine or like either ours or my, my aunt's aunt's mm-hmm. attic, is a, is a letter that he signed. And we've got one of his prints. Cool. Um, which is quite cool. But I never really understood that. It's one of those things that's like, we don't, not, yeah, they never really, my family never really talk about it. And it's like, where is that letter? Let's find right. it. Because it's exciting now. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. I understand it now. Whereas when I was a kid and it got yeah. brought up, I what, just knew him as like, guy? yeah, I was like, oh, he's that guy that drew the moustache and the Mona Lisa. And I was like, that's all I can remember about And he him. was the one who did the urinal. Yeah. And the yeah, yeah, gallery yeah. thingy, right? Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. And signed it or something. Yeah, I think that was him. I'm yeah. not really up on it. I know he did all the stuff with the like, wooden, the kind of wooden brick painting thing. That's right. like kind of, yeah, called like the staircase was me i can't remember i'm probably making it up something like that oh yeah but yeah he did the mustache on the mona lisa yeah and you're like that's amazing yeah very very distantly but the french yeah, but side still. of that bit of family yeah what about that whole ancestry thing though people do that thing <laughs> they've got it on that facebook freaks me out and that. then like every day they go oh tell, guess who i'm related to now oh, and i'm like God. no you're not no you're not Sorry. yeah no no he's a, like yeah he's closer than that i think yeah, it was like really? her, i think it was like her second cousin yeah that's pretty yeah. decent i know uh, close enough for her to write him a letter and get a response yeah yeah so that's quite cool I was related to the assistant headmaster of the school that I went to. He was like a second cousin or uncle or something. <laughs> yeah. But in our family, um, people weren't named their second name because everyone had the same second name. We're yeah. all O'Sullivan's massive family. Mm-hmm. People were named after the street that they grew up in. So you oh, knew okay. which Jerry oh, or which that. Brian you were talking about. That's good. But unfortunately, he grew up in Walnut Street. Brilliant. So we were told... You know, <laughs> under no circumstances are you to mention uh-huh. that his name is Walnut uh-huh. <laughs> because he's your teacher. And if it gets out, you know, you'll uh, never live it down kind of thing. I love that. But yeah, the O'Sullivans are everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. That's why Jackson was the... Is that wrong? Have I got that wrong? Alistair Jackson I'm had to change it. That. I'm sorry, I'm just so obsessed. I think that's so brilliant. It just came <laughs> out of your mouth so quickly. But I remember it so well. Yeah. And um, also we used to decide what cars we, we drove. Mm-hmm. So like when you're on your bike and I was like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I've got a, I've got this van. I've got a, it's like a blue van, mm-hmm. like a truck like that, and you would point out another car mm-hmm. in the street mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And then when you were driving your, riding your bike, you yeah, would yeah. picture you'd be in the blue van. That you're in the blue van. Yeah, I love that. I used to, and then it was a bus, and I knew where the bus stops were. Like lamp, yeah, yeah. each lamppost was a bus stop. Yeah. I'd stop and tr- yeah. open the door. Open the door of the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, lots of thought went into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, all mapped out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we we did things like I I couldn't see something without reenacting it mm-hmm. you know like 
one time I was on a, I, I had a tiny wee bit on a TV thing mm-hmm. uh, to talk about a show that I was doing when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And we were on it for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. But when I came home from being on that thing, I had to transform the whole, my whole room was transformed. Wow. It was a studio and I had yeah, to put yeah. what cables everywhere and it let different lights point in different yeah. directions. I became obsessed I with that. I was at that as well. And the difference between the, you know, the bit that you see on camera and yeah. the bit that's off camera, I was always the obsessed. The bit that you can't see. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. How it's all different. Oh, you know, the floor just ends and the couch just yeah, doesn't yeah. have an end to it. It's and, not know, real. It's not yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. I love that. that I love all that. Did you do that? Like that? I, de- oh, I would definitely get obsessed with things. So I was like, I was really obsessed with Cats, the musical, like obsessed. Nice. That was like the VHS. We had that on video. Oh, the studio the, yeah. production of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like the film, but did you? Did you have oh, that, that fancy it. cardboard cover for it? Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. That had, and did not have a thing in the, in it that would fall down. It had like a picture of each of the cats or something. something. There was I, something. It was like oh, fancy it. presentation loved box. It so much, yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> that was one. I knew every single song. Cause like, <laughs> I know the poems and that. I loved it. I loved the words of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause it, they were each like had their own little story. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that used to get put on a lot and I would get fully dressed as the cat and embody that. Of course, and yeah. Then, like my friends, whatever that would come around, and they still bring that up now. That you know they're not actors; they're, they've got they, yeah, they're normal. They're, they're normal, yeah. They're, 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 they're teachers and lawyers and all right, doing right. amazing things. And they still go, "Oh God, I remember when you used to get that cat video," <laughs> and I'd make them like reenact the whole thing. And I remember mm-hmm. like we used to spend the day learning all the moves, and we had this brilliant one for the magician cat. I can't remember what Mr. that one. Mr. That's magical, Mr. Mustafalis. Oh name. well, <laughs> never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Yes, that is it. It is in there. And um, we did this whole magic trick when I could like disappear under a chair because it was in those chairs with the flaps. You know, when it's like it looks like an armchair, but the bottom of it's like. Oh, got flaps, yes. you know what I mean, like those beds. Yep. And we'd like put the sheet over the chair and flap it around. And then like one of us would crawl under the chair ah. and then we wouldn't be there. I actually think that was pretty clever for yeah. a 15-year-old, I'm joking. Ah. <laughs> for oh, an to be 21 again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, back in the But we were, I think I we were it. inventive, you know. Oh, like, it was so good. I was always making something up and it was very seldom to do with like watching, sitting watching telly or playing yeah, video games. and if it was to the telly, it would be like, you then then would reenact yeah, it. Yeah, you'd yeah, you'd reenact it and you'd copy it and yeah. you'd remember the lines. Or in our case, remember the, the songs. My first crush was on Rum Tum Tugger. Do you remember him? The Rum Tum Tugger. Oh my god, I loved him. In the, wow. in, yeah, that in was, the video. Yeah, it still ha- does it for me. When I, <laughs> no joking. <laughs> there was one. There was a Joseph one. Uh huh. And there was a really good Jesus Christ Superstar one. Oh, I didn't see that which one. Which came out later, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they, I remember because I was obsessed with the soundtrack. Okay. I think it was a 1996 West End cast, mm-hmm. and I still love it. Actually, when I put it on, I remember mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. But when they brought out the video, it was a it was later than 96, and they had rewritten some of the orchestrations. And you know, you know that way, and yeah. it started the, the overture bit started, and I was like, "Oh, this okay. isn't it. This isn't it." Some of it, I was like so disappointed, mm-hmm. and other bits, I was like, oh, "Oh, it's exciting! Yeah, a whole yeah, new level. It was a yeah, mix, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah." And I remember being very excited when that video came yeah, out. Yeah, Sat yeah. around and watched it with some of my friends from stage school. Oh, of course. Because yeah. one of us got it delivered Brilliant. before the others or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big yeah. night, a big night in. Did you do all that youth theatre thing as well? I did. I, I did a lot of that, yes. Yeah, you from the borders, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. the borders. I was really lucky because at, at school, like, I had an amazing drama teacher who kind yeah. of, you know, he, he, he was incredible. All the sort of school shows and he also... Um, ran the local and still does runs the local Am- amdram company in um gala shields right. um jeff thompson and he like yeah i don't think i'd be an actor if it wasn't for him if i'm honest right. i think he really he gave he, the standard of his shows fantastic and he yeah he taught i think he he taught all of his students a lot of his students have gone on to do brilliant brilliant stuff and he was so supportive and so encouraging and i think you know my, my family's not from the arts it's, I didn't know that you could be an actor I didn't know that you could be an oh, actor and get right. paid no okay. no not at all and um, I didn't know what I was going to have I didn't. I was terrible at school so I didn't really know what I was going to go on and do I think maybe deep down I always knew I wanted to do that but I had to get permission or something Okay. and I remember he was like yeah yeah that's a thing you can go to drama school apply to these places and mm-hmm. then my mum and dad were like really and they were, he was like yeah 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 let her and I, I honestly yeah, I'm so grateful to him because wow. I loved all the um, am drums and yeah. all the stuff at school and 
you know, all the, yeah, all the musicals and all of that kind of stuff and the community that comes with that and... That's where yeah. your people are, oh, isn't I it? loved you it. find your people. Yeah, and like I think at school, because you do the, the sort of school show in the summer, but you do the Amdram in the... Um, in the March, I think it was, and right. you'd be rehearsing with them every every week, twice a week, and I loved it because it was like you know us from the school that kind of come along, mm-hmm. um, uh, because of because of our teacher, but then also I think that's what's so exciting about being in a company, even now as an adult, like you share it with people from all different ages and all and all different backgrounds, and I think yeah. I loved that because my friends were not necessarily like friends that were like kids it was like we were oh, all the same part- age yeah. for example yeah we'd all kind of come together and made this thing and it was like yeah. that structure and it, yeah I, i'm so i loved i loved all that and mm-hmm. i think it was a, a place to escape and that you felt like yeah like looked after and yeah. respected and and nurtured and i think sometimes at school you kind of get lost and i didn't feel any of those things no, at school. i didn't at all i was really i was very seldom I was quite, yeah, me too. I got a bit better when I was older, but certainly like I was so nervous at school and so shy, so shy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to just hide up in the art department and draw and eat my lunch up there. And then like... I did the same, but yeah. music, oh, did you? sat and played the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or played the drums. Yeah, you know? totally. And then I think, I, and then I joined the choir and that, so we did like obviously singing and stuff, but then that was what we did the school shows from. And then then mm-hmm. Jeff like, took us off to do the um, the um, the local operatic society stuff. And, and oh God, that's what I lived for. Like that was the kind of, every every weeknight every saturday whatever yeah. for rehearsals and i think that being given that sort of structure as a as a as a younger person mm-hmm. kind of sets you up a bit for when you're a bit older and knowing what you want to go and do and i'm Definitely. so grateful for that yeah i love them i love them yeah i don't know what i would have done without that i think yeah me too like i, I don't know if it's normal i've often wondered if it's normal if everyone else felt like this but i I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. Me too. At school. Yeah, me too. So awkward. Me too. Me too. Cripplingly awkward. Yeah, hundred. And, and I don't know if that's just everybody nah, or if they just maybe. hid it better than me or what. Um, I, yeah, that's a really good. That's a good thought. Maybe they did just hide it better. Maybe. I didn't know how to stand. Me like, too. I remember thinking as I was standing. No, this isn't right. Yeah, I know. Just standing I know. on the spot. But then if you were like doing, I don't know, when you're in rehearsals or whatever, nobody cared. Like you just got on with it. Like I didn't right. have to worry about how to stand because it was like, you have to just get on with that. But like in life, I was like, I don't know how to sit. Don't stand. Yeah. But then I suppose if you're having to stand or sit on stage, then you get to go. Yeah. Well, how is this person going to sit? Exactly. Or, or what's the position I've been told to take? Hunt- yes, the choreography exactly, or the exactly. director. Totally. But you're standing in the school corridor and oh, you're like, God. Should I, I lean? This? Should I lean on this? Should I? Do people put their head? <laughs> is out leaning or is it acceptable? Just... <laughs> Hand on hip or by my side? <laughs> yeah, all yeah. these thoughts going oh, through God. my head. And for me as well, it was like because I've got um, a quite a soft accent as well, and I think like I was yeah. just was so self conscious about sounding like not fitting in or something, and right. I think that yeah, I was that was definitely something which is strange because like when you get older, you're just like that's how I speak, that's who I am. But I think when yeah, you're younger course. and you're trying to figure that out and you're trying to fit in with a group of younger people, you're just more. I suppose like self-aware of everything and how oh you come God, across yeah. and and I definitely like through drama and stuff getting to do different accents or doing all of that sort of stuff I yeah. think allowed you me to not worry about that it was just like yeah a total acceptance which I, I, I needed and I think it's funny when you get older you realize how influential that was and how mm-hmm. how it kind of formed kind of who you are I guess yeah, yeah. I mean you know what I thought the other day actually and I, it comes to me every now and again I'm so glad that I'm not at school anymore. Oh, that I don't have to do any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have to think about those exams oh, or God. those subjects that I hated and didn't. I've not done have an exam for. for like, what, 10 years? 11 years now? And I see How no reason to that? ever. I know, we never have to. But every now and again, to just be grateful for that. Oh, so I smiled grateful. to myself. Like, broadly, I was like, you're right. This is glorious. It's so, we never had to have that, yeah, that worry or like sending in papers or like justifying your existence and being yeah. right or wrong. It's like, I mean, I was at school, I was very like, either I'd be all A's or fail. Like there was nothing in the middle. Like it was so, it was terrible. I'm from my mum and dad a bit mad. Actually. What <laughs> did you so, fail? I failed um, biology, F- straight fail. That was a complete F. Yeah. Really? I remember in the multiple choice question in my, I think I did higher biology. I can't even remember. Now. Yeah, higher. I just get, I just remember just circling me like, well, I've done one circle and that one. So I'll do the next. I just couldn't, wow. I couldn't retain the information. I found it so difficult because it wasn't like, and I was finding you know, like art or French or those, those sorts of things. Yeah. I, I, I partook in product design as well. I loved a bit of product design. Oh, that nice. was a <laughs> that sounds like full modern. We never had that when I oh, was. Oh, I school. loved it. But no, no, it was. It kind of just filled. It was a subject just to put in there, yeah, <laughs> just to yeah. fill, fill a gap. I did yeah. graphic communication, which was you know Ooh, technical drawing, that's and cool. I was I was very interested in it, but I was very bad at it. 
Okay. I loved all the straight lines and yeah, you know, yeah. like the ruler and the set square. Yeah, so everything yeah. was very pleasing. Particular. To the eye. Yeah, yeah, and very yeah. specific. And you had to be really sharp pencil. And mm. I enjoyed all that, mm-hmm. but I, wasn't, I couldn't actually do oh, it. Oh, God, that was so bad. Like, it, even just thinking about that now, I'm like, God, I just couldn't revive. I never, I don't know. I just yeah. wasn't, my brain just was never wired in that way. And no. that was really frustrating. I remember being very frustrated as a teenager, like feeling like, how can mm. everybody else do this? And I just, re- I can't focus. I can't stick with it and all of that kind of stuff and yeah obviously but then got different. that's a measure of, like at that time that's a measure of being smart or 100%, something 100 percent, yeah by whose standards i don't know you know like so if you're good at remembering stuff yeah arbitrary information <laughs> which i am not right <laughs> yeah. and yet you can remember lines funnily yeah, enough weird isn't it it's because they're like thoughts rather than facts maybe i think because mm. i'm not very good at remembering facts but if i know it's coming from i can follow a train of thought or mm. or something so yeah, do you struggle when you're when, when a character has to say something like, "Oh my god, these are all the e yes. numbers that are in this product." Yep. You just go ah. Yeah, like when like I feel like telly script over for an edition if it's really factual if it's like doctors yeah. speak. Oh my god, useless. That, oh, you are absolutely useless. It doesn't matter how many times I would say it uh, over and over again. It just will not go in. I have to find some way of making it stick as like a. I have a wee um, song or something. Yeah, head. I do th- I do that, yeah, yeah. and I have weird images. Yeah. You know, so if one yeah, line yeah. is is something about worried about being over the hill and then the next line is about tea and yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. then i'm like oh imagine you were sledging down a hill and yeah. you, into you fell into a cup of tea, tea. <laughs> yeah. and then i'll try and have that image and yeah, never forget that's it that's great i can yeah i think i can do that yeah images definitely yeah but also and, um sequences of letters i'll do so if it's like um you know like when the character says three descriptive words mm-hmm. say look you're an antagonistic uh, chronological dafty right yeah. that's not love, <laughs> that's a terrible example yeah, terrible yeah. example no no good but good that's options. acd and i would oh, go I see. okay that's almost acdc wow that's quite technical for me or at least it's an alphabetical order because it's yeah, AC. Yeah, yeah. it's not cad that's that's interesting i find i love i love hearing how people learn really i find it because really, everybody's so different yeah aren't they like everybody to has get their to own the way same kind uh-huh. of point. exactly so to what get else to that do you same do? place you do images yeah do images thoughts i think thoughts are probably the biggest one sometimes like, it's funny oh, i don't know like this would link for this or like that bit that i've said before that you're kind of feeling and thinking that so that would logically link to something a little bit like that oh, okay and then it's funny like maybe words i'll see a word so i'll be like i know there's a c word or there's a d word coming up oh there it is so and you it can would, see a vague picture uh-huh, in your mind of yeah, a word yeah, yeah yeah and i might use words that are sort of similar in meaning to what that is but yeah but then i mean yeah because my dyslexia is a bit all over the place like if i'm sight reading i will just make up i'll just put words in there that do not exist and mm-hmm. it, my, my friends are like jess how did you come up with that's mad and i won't even notice because it's made sense in my head i'm like that would make sense and then you're like that's not on the but it's not there. it's literally just doesn't exist wow. just totally made up yeah so do you find the dyslexia to be to to get in the way much in terms of when you're in a room with other people it and does stuff? sometimes like i think that I found it really hard, like going kind of going back to the school thing. I found it really hard school because I, th- I don't think it was it was beginning to be something people talked about then, but not a hundred percent. And yeah, I think yeah. I, I mean, you know, you're so cripplingly insecure about everything. If you're different at school, it's like, oh God, please don't mention I need that. And I remember teachers saying, oh, and Jess, you'll have extra time in this exam. You're like, don't tell everyone, you know that that whole yeah, you know, please just I don't want to be different. Mm. And then, but then I think because it's always been there like you kind of find coping mechanisms to work it out and actually yeah. what's been so wonderful about having a job in the arts is pretty much everybody sort of has some variant level of being dyslexic in some way mm-hmm. so people are so understanding and actually I think that owning it a bit more has made it so much easier like if you just say to somebody like you know before if you get handed sides I've got much better at being like sorry I've just been given these can I get five minutes and actually if somebody yeah. didn't give you that time then they're probably a bit of an arse so actually that's their problem that's their problem yours. and yeah. if you've explained then if they're not going to give you that time then it's not somebody you want to work with <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if, totally. if they go yeah no totally you know totally respect that have five minutes or, mm. or, or give you maybe an extra day to work on it or whatever that is um people are so people are really understanding but I think it take it's taken a wee while to kind of go yeah, that's something that I struggle with and mm. I need X, Y, and Z to get the job done. Um, and like that can sometimes be frustrating because you kind of want to be like able to just, you know, pick something off, off the page straight yeah. away. And if other people are like in a rehearsed reading, you know, if, if I've had the script for a bit longer, like it's just making sure you know where the punctuation is and like finding wee tricks to keep my eyes on the page so the words don't jump around, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. but that's fine. That's just stuff 
you've learned and it means that you can kind of nobody would know I quite like it when everybody's like oh I didn't I didn't know but you're like oh god all that stuff that's had to go in in the prep to like not show I've it found yeah. my way to, oh yeah to exactly through. but yeah. you find it and that's totally fine and I think yeah owning it and being quite honest about it often that actually takes the stress out of it because like oh I've said it now so if something were to go wrong they know so it's cool and then actually then I won't trip over stuff so you're not I'm in not, that horrible to- I'm not worrying swimming and yeah exactly because you're like well they know it's out there I've said it so then yeah if something was to go wrong, I don't need to apologise for it, it's cool. And I think that, I often think the kind of angst of, oh, I've got to hide it, or I can't let somebody, I don't know, feel insecure, that's what makes you then make the mis- mistake. And, and you know, Yeah, because your defences are you're, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. you're super aware of it. If you're like, yep, cool, it's out there, fine. Then it's all fine. good. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then we live, I think, more and more, and more in a world, especially in the arts, yeah. where everybody is kind of able to, uh, put their flag in the ground and say yeah, this is where I'm this at this is where I'm at and, or, and this be. is maybe what I need or this is what mm-hmm. I like you know and can we make that work and I think that we have a responsibility to ourselves to do that too and, and teach yeah. other to respect that when you you know for whatever whatever you need to say you know I think that's really important but that comes maybe with age a wee bit as well because at school even if you did know what you were suffering no, from which 100%. you probably didn't you to, to have the bravery and stuff to yeah. actually go this is me and you know no one wants to do that uh, um, i would have given uh, anything at to, school to be to like everybody else yeah me too to oh be exactly god like me too else. i kind of did do that i used to like, do, do stuff that? yeah like i used to dye my hair really really blonde to fit in or like wear yeah. certain clothes mm-hmm. or like certain makeup i mean i think that's quite normal in teenagers but i i definitely was like a bit of a chameleon i'd be like mm-hmm. i don't necessarily like these things but i feel like i need to do it to just fit in <laughs> to just not yeah. be seen <laughs> yeah it's just a bit sad when you think about it but i guess that's part of growing up and finding who you are, I guess, yeah. And then when you get older, you, there's the thing of going, you celebrate people's differences, don't you? Oh, totally. Oh, that's so cool. You, you like that. I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, or tell me about, tell that. Me about yeah, that. Yeah, isn't that funny? But you're right, it just takes the time. The opposite at school, yeah. I think. Or yeah, it was. Yeah, when it, when yeah it. no, me too. Maybe maybe it's different now. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get, I'm asking people about their younger days all the time. Right. So I end up, but still stuff comes up. Yeah. Still like stuff from my own experience comes up and I go, oh, yeah. Oh, oh really? You know, that like I've like never, a, yeah, that you kind of forget. I've never told that on the show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. Com- it comes back because I'm always getting into these conversations with people. What were you like as a kid? And but I think it's I think all that stuff is so. Yeah, it feeds into so much of of how you become as an adult, isn't it? And you realise more and more, I think. Yeah. As the years go on, you go, God, that's all come from that thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, or that person that like took you down that path or like showed mm-hmm. you these experiences or like gave yeah. you those options. But yeah, a hundred percent. Can you get any closer to Oh, that? sorry, I'm too far away. Is that better? Oh, that's great. Oh, great. Oh, that's marvellous. Oh, that's lovely. That's very good. Yes. <laughs> um, right in your ear now. There we are. What was I going to say to you? <laughs> I don't know what's no, happening. I think it's the weather. I think it's like, I'm just looking at the weather, the, the rain against that lamppost. I'm like, it's just miserable. It's so Welcome grim. Welcome to Glasgow. <laughs> so grim. I know. But then... Sometimes I think the myth for in my head is like, once New Year's over, mm-hmm. that's probably the worst of the weather. Oh, I know. That's the end of winter. It's easy and it's to really not, is it? No. In 100%. fact, more and more, I go, no, I think if you look at last year, yeah. it was like, what was the beginning of March and it suddenly everything just went mental. Crazy. I was taking photos in that. I had a girl who was I was doing headshots for and it was like properly snowing. I was like, this is, yeah, this is March. This shouldn't be happening. This is when, this is Christmas weather. Yeah. But no. <laughs> you do headshots, of course. Yes. How I long do. have you been doing that? Um, hmm. Doing headshot headshots probably about two and a half years, like properly. Right, right. But I always really want. I I've always loved having camera. I've always loved having cameras, and like, oh, right. like whether that was like disposable cameras when you were mm-hmm. at high school, or like when your phone started to get a camera. Like when I first got my a camera phone, and that was just so exciting because it's just like a wee portable, and then all the you know all the apps you could like put filters and all. I just loved right. editing them and like making images kind of instantly so you're a mad instagram user then? not necessarily because i find social media quite overwhelming i do right. put stuff I, I do put stuff on it yeah um but I, I i don't i try not to go on it too much because i think it's like depending on where my head's at i think mm. it's not always healthy to sort of be sort of bombarded with sort of that kind of stuff but i other people's lives yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah well, yeah the kind of what what you should be doing all of that kind of yeah. thing but like but i, I do love i love taking pictures and i love how instant that is and how you can kind of capture a moment and then mm-hmm. you know play play with that because I, lo- I love like painting and drawing and stuff at school but obviously that took 
takes a long time to paint a picture, but like to take a pic to take a picture mm -hmm. is much quicker. So I, I always had cameras around. My dad um, took lots. Of, has always been into photography. Takes lots of like landscapey stuff. So I was quite lucky because he helped me with all the technical oh, kind of cool. stuff, which I find a wee bit tricky. But um, I always loved the arty side of it. And then after my first, that was the first thing I bought myself after having an acting job. So I did. Um, a few jobs when I left drama school and sort of saved from that and then I was like right I'm gonna get a prop because I had like a nice one but not a proper one right. that I was really proud of so I got a wee second hand like proper camera and mm -hmm. then kind of had from there really I used to take it around with me a lot like and, and take sort of pictures in rehearsals or like backstage photos and, and, and initially I really liked that I was really obsessed with um Simon Annan's book The Half have you seen any of that no. stuff? Oh, it's beautiful. And he, he takes, um, it's gorgeous. He takes lots of black and white photographs in the half. So the hour, the half an hour before the call. Cool. And um, he's just made this beautiful book of, you know, lots of famous actors and, mm -hmm. and people sort of what they're doing in their dressing room. And it's just, they're really, they're really like, some of them are quite candid and some of them, oh, they're just, they're great. And it kind of captures a really vulnerable moment, I think, mm. that bit before you're about to go and do a show. And I love that. And I think that kind of made me go, oh, I'm, when I'm in shows, I might as well take my camera with me and take pictures. And then I quite often, you know, took pictures in the wing, not so much production-y like shots mm -hmm. of out, right. out front, but stuff like backstage when people are in their costumes waiting to go on. And if I maybe wasn't in for a few scenes in, in yeah, tech or in, in the preview, I just sort of sit in. And then they were quite comfortable because they were used to me hanging around, you know, obviously from rehearsals and we're working mm -hmm. together. So I loved doing that. And then I think people sort of see you with a camera and then go, oh, actually, I quite need new picture stand do you mind if you just could play around taking some edges? and I was like yeah actually I need a bit of experience and I mm -hmm. like speaking to people I like the one-on-oneness I'm, I'm not always the best in big groups I think I get a wee bit mm -hmm. shy or really giggly into like yeah self-conscious so but I love like kind of one-on-one -on -one. I think that's what's so nice about doing I've really enjoyed that with doing portraits or headshots because it's sort of one-on-one -on -one, you get to know somebody and have a chat and then make something together and yeah, so kind of yeah, it kind of came from there really, just doing like what we're doing here. Pals. Yeah, exactly. This I have the same thing. I mean, like yeah. in big groups, I I can find a I can find a rhythm, but I often come away feeling like oh, yeah, did or, I overdo it? Yeah, or did I or worry underdo I said it or, something, or that yeah. maybe somebody misunderstood because half your conversation got cut off because it was. Whereas, like, I think often that happens when when you're doing shows as well. I, I make kind of one or two really really close friends because you kind of find that person, don't you, that you kind yeah. of click with and you confide in, and obviously you'll get you'll get on, and that's wonderful. But there's often somebody that you're like, oh, that's a nice oh totally connections yeah. we made. But yeah, I love I kind of love that element because I think having your photo taken is quite exposing. Like I've Mm -hmm. I find it quite nerve-wracking getting my own ones done, obviously for acting. And I think when, and I, know, so I understand that, and I think that's quite nice because I like putting people at ease and then having a chat and it being just like, like what we're doing now. It's like yeah, a fun yeah. thing. It's just nice to talk to somebody and then make something when you're doing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did it for friends for, I don't know, about a year or something and just built up my skill set and yeah. got a bit more confidence with it. And then was like, oh, actually, maybe this could be something I do as like on, as a job alongside acting work in the times when it's a bit more quiet so mm -hmm. yeah kind of grew from there really it's good to have a wee sideline yeah it's not and something creative i think that's what's really important and i i like working for myself and your own timetable i think you yeah know, i've done all the other stuff and that's fine but just sometimes you're like actually the temping and all that. yeah of course and temping waitressing and and you know they're that they, they bring their own stories and experiences as well i think it's really important i'm glad i did all of that but i was like oh I kind of actually really like doing something that's like mine and that you can yeah. build on and learn from and yeah meet meet people i think meeting people when you're freelance is so important like to get out the house and to be sort of chatting to people and seeing people and like feeling yeah that you're kind of like creating i think is really important and yeah and i think the other thing it does for me talking about this is like feeling um Still being really much part of the community. A hundred percent. Like feeding into it in some way. Still adding something of value totally. to the community. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, I really, I get what you mean by that. Like, and I think, yeah, taking pictures of people, like ultimately you want it, you want them to really like them and to feel happy yeah. and confident and for that to present them in a good way. And you're like, if you can help make that happen and like be creative for yourself, but also give that other person something that you're all part of this bigger yeah and those pictures and in turn help those people exactly get work yeah totally you know so and we're give trying them to confidence yeah i don't know i just yeah i really like it's I really going in the like right direction that. isn't it yeah i think yeah. so and that's kept me really sane actually i think s since doing that I've, yeah i've been a lot happier it, in between jobs i think that's... did you struggle before that then yeah yeah i kind of like 
it's funny, isn't it? Like almost as soon as a job finishes, you just be like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> like all, all those questions that you kind of put on hold because yeah. you're just so immersed in in that job sort of come to a head. And, and I think I'm quite an anxious person anyway. So when I've got time to worry about those things, Ooh, yeah. obviously that's a slippery slope. But um, yeah, keeping busy, I think is the most important thing. Like that's when your pals come into play and you need that that network of yeah. friends that are like yep yeah, i get it i've been there too let's just let's go to the cinema let's you know just hang out let's go to the pub let's yeah. you know do something and i think that yeah i'm very grateful for pals during that time yeah yeah mm-hmm. how does the anxiety play out when you're working does it become is it part you know, of that no when i'm working it's just not there it's ah. like it, it's so strange because i don't think i have anxiety but i think i'm anxious I think right I you know. wouldn't uh, yeah I've never, I've never been diag- no, diagnosed with uh-huh. that so I wouldn't want to say I had that because I wouldn't want you know to yeah, s- for, you. for people who who have been but um but I, I definitely feel like I'm anxious but I don't when I'm working I think that that that's taken away because you're like oh I can focus on this yep. job and that's what you want to be doing and you're enjoying that and enjoying that world and then you've got that structure I suppose um for like an extended period of time you're like well I know where I'm going to be every day I know what I'm going to be doing yeah. I know the people I'm going to see I know the and watching the thing come together. And of course, in a rehearsal process or in a show, there's moments when you go, oh God, what what am I doing? What's happening? And But that's a different type of anxiety because it's like you've got to work through that. You know, it's part of the the job. It's kind of fun to pick that apart. Yeah, well, you need that. Yeah, of course. And like being yeah. nervous before a show, for example, is a 100%. type of anxiety, but exactly. you're not going to... Exactly, but it's part of it. And you don't want to stamp it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas like I think the anxiousness of when you've just got a lot of time and you don't know what's going to happen and what's coming up like I find that quite overwhelming right. having a lot of time and and maybe feel like you're not you're not achieving enough or you're not doing enough or you're not creating enough or like you know yeah I you're think like, that's what am I for now what I, yeah exactly what's my thing. what I'm this tiny person in this massive world and yeah. I don't know what, what who what am I who am I like yeah. I think it's like those big questions which are just part of life suddenly you've got way more time to think about it and it's easy to sort of build for like that to snowball I yeah. think definitely I think one thing for me leads to another and actually yeah yeah which I suppose is quite normal and I think talking to people about it like talking to friends about it really helps me I'm so grateful for like yeah other actors and other people in that community that go mate I've been there as well that's fine and not not storing it all and thinking you're the only person because I think that's that's when it can get. A That's bit, the danger. That's point. when it can get. We yeah, a wee bit dangerous. I used to suffer from anxiety, like really badly, and touch wood, I'm mm-hmm. going through a very good phase. Good. But the time when it would be least prevalent yeah. would be the first couple of weeks of rehearsal of a oh, new show. Me too. Me too. And it was because my, I think it was because my whole brain 100%. was needed. Yeah. There was no time. No, no time to no overthink time. or no to be time anxious. To think about I had else. to plunge in. That's you know? exactly the same as me. Right. I think that, and I think that's why. I miss work or I crave work when I'm not in it is because not only is it fun to be a creative person and to yeah. be involved in a process and to have a job, obviously to have money. Sure. Like it, it, it does alleviate any yeah. other stuff that you've got going on. And I know you can't rely on your work to do that. I think that's no, also, you know, yeah. it's not therapy. You can't kind of dive into that, but at the same time it is who you are and it's something that you want to do. And it's mm. something that you feel in your whole being and as you said you can just dive into that and be like i'm at the very start of this there's not a pressure of tech week or anything it's like you're mm-hmm. at the beginning it's like this is the time to be creative and make mistakes and great and all that and that's oh my god that's the best isn't it but then do you know what the sad part for me is like three weeks into the run mm-hmm. if the show stayed the same and nothing mm-hmm. crazy has happened mm-hmm. they all that stuff can easily come back oh 100 percent, and all the questions and doubt yeah yeah, and i can go into just doing the show get the routine and Mm -hmm. then or the worry about the net which is really dangerous and i've had to go no don't do that like yeah the worry about the next thing you go live in this moment right now because you're Mm. in a job and that's a wonderful feeling and you've got all these incredible people around you like don't worry about that next bit but it's like we feel easier said than done it's so easier said than (laughs) done isn't it they they do say that the the only moment of pure joy in an actor's life is when they get told they got the job oh i think it maybe is because then it's just like oh, I have like, to do it now. I'm re- that's relief it's like that's it. what I'm doing it yeah. happened yeah yeah 100% <laughs> we're never happy <laughs> no not really but mm. then you know what I think the thing is if we're looking for our careers to make us happy mm-hmm. we're probably going to continually be disappointed that's yeah that's, that's we're looking a very outside fair of thing. ourselves in the world totally to, you know. you've got to kind of have that balance of both things and, and yeah. let one thing feed into the next yeah 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 that's a good how are you with cool. auditions then Auditions. Given all that anxiety and all that pressure and all mm. the what's next and all that. 
does that come into that yeah that is that's a, yeah i kind of have a funny relationship with it with additions sometimes it just depends well how i feel on that day yeah <laughs> and like some days you're like oh yeah like i'm up for this one i really i'm, I'm looking forward to feel ready have had enough time to prepare i think for me i like to have time i think that's mm-hmm. hard, really hard when you get sides the night before and you want to work out who that character is what you're saying what you're doing you know all that that's that's difficult but it's mm-hmm. also very much part of our job is you've got to find ways of making that work but yeah that's when I would get nervous and I, I, I think because it with text as well it's like you want to feel like you really know what you're saying and why you're saying it and yeah. to be able to, to give you that confidence in a room and if that time pressure is put onto you that 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 does make me quite yeah a bit anxious it just sort of adds that extra yeah. sort of bit of pressure but but then sometimes it's like, oh, actually, this is really exciting to get to read a, a play, get to focus on, you know, if you've not had something come in for a while, it's like, cool, I can focus on this, on the script, you know, get stuck into that, like prep it like you would if you were going off to do the job. And that's great because that's that, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a kind of love hate relationship. I think I, th- I don't know. I've not met many actors who are like, I love additions and I'm, I, I'm definitely not one of them. But I also know mm. that they're a big part of what we do so we have to do <laughs> but yeah like i suppose it depends on the audition because if it's not only of whether you think you want it and yeah. you're interested but like yeah, yeah. the room you can walk into a room oh, just be like a hundred percent this is horrible yeah and you're like i Instantly. love this script i love this piece and then you walk into a room you're like oh oh no, oh, no. it's just doesn't matter what i do just this room isn't for me and then that's such a that's really hard when you're yeah. like i really feel like you could do this one and i love this one this is exciting but it doesn't no matter how much you want that to come across it's not going to work and then sometimes you walk in and you're like the chemistry in that room just you all get on and excite yeah. each other and actually maybe it maybe was something that you go oh, i wasn't sure about that but now i've heard that person that director speak about it, yeah. God, that sounds great and i yeah i see what you mean okay cool yeah okay all right, yeah all right this this sounds, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's so random isn't it you just don't know what it's just all such a random mix of things and emotions that you can go through and then when you leave afterwards and you're like oh fuck i should have done that <laughs> yeah <laughs> completely fucked up. yeah and you, yeah you get on the bus and you're like yeah word perfect totally fine oh that's what they meant in that bit of redirection yeah 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 totally but then you can go smashed it don't get it oh yeah totally. or you can go fucked it get, get it. it yeah phone call next who day knows? who knows who knows it's so many things have to fall into place for this totally. it's amazing that we've ever had any jobs yeah really. now 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 we've picked that apart i'm shocked actually <laughs> i'm sorry Truly, thank God. <laughs> yeah no, no no it's true <laughs> and it's funny as well isn't it because it's like yeah you kind of yeah you leave that you leave the situations you're like god i really wanted that one and then sometimes there that the, you want to be able to go i'm just gonna pop the sides in the bin and it's like it never happened like let it you know people say that like oh, i just let it go as soon as the room like i've never ever been able to do that I w- have you not no i wish i, I i'm it's what I'm, I'm working on that i'd love to be able to just go yep that i've done it let it go and i think that is the ultimate aim to be able to do that but yeah. i have so far n- not yet managed to do because i think when you care about something and when you want to do something you've given it all yeah you can it's hard to just cut yourself off from that you kind of have to kind of go through the process of like imagining it working out and then also grieving it when it doesn't and and that's i suppose part of you know that 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 process with that script but when you don't care and you know that it's probably not gonna like i think that's easy that's really easy you walk in and you go the vibe of this room there's no chance this is a cattle call and they're not interested in me fine then you just walk out and you go well, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's fine. That's just part of my job. Done. But it. if you could yeah, ha- yeah. have that attitude, oh, I'd love that. On the ones could that you, you really care about? Could you imagine the amount of stress and angst that, that could just like take away? It'd be, oh, it'd be wonderful. That's the aim. That is, and some that people have that. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, I'm always a bit like, do you really? Do you really? <laughs> or are you just saying that? Is that true? Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is I know, that. I know. Secretly, in the back of my mind, I'm like, really? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's people that have just been doing it a lot longer Maybe, than we have. that's true. And maybe I've just had done so many, you're like, yep, I've just got to that point. That is true. But I think that like, when you do come across one of those scripts, when you're like, this is great, mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to, yeah. to to just be able to go, yeah, come here. It's like, you know, I think that you've got to ca- really care, I think, to, 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 yeah, to do it, I suppose. Yeah. Well, for sure. What mm-hmm. about turning stuff down though? Do you do, do, you do that? <sighs> I've heard it's done. <laughs> <Just don't. laughs> uh, I want to be there, if you know what I mean. I know, yeah, I know what you mean. I think that's a really tricky one. I think I have done it in the past where maybe I've needed space for myself a little bit sometimes, like mm-hmm. just to catch breath. Or I think often when you're touring a lot, 
and you're living out of a suitcase for months on end like yeah you get to put me like i just i actually need to just be at home and have a bit of time just to recollect who i am and what i'm doing and mm-hmm. see my friends and family because it's been however many months and so there's been a few times when maybe something's come in and i've been at the end of a tour and i've been like i, I actually can't commit to that and then of course it comes to the time when that job would have been happening and then you're like oh I wish I was doing well, that now. Know, yeah. yeah but yeah. hindsight's always a always a funny thing so I, I yeah if if things come in I, I try yeah I always try to, to do them but like sometimes I think for yourself you make a decision in that moment when you're like mm. I actually I need to be true to what I need for my own sanity right now mm. and to remember what, who you are <laughs> yeah I think I need to do that more actually because I th- I look in the diary. I mm-hmm. look and I go. Of course, I can do those two things. Mm-hmm. You know, in three months' time, because mm-hmm. in the future it doesn't mm-hmm. seem very real. That'll be fine. I'll do that for two hours, and then mm-hmm. I'll drive across town and I'll do the other thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to that day, you go, "Why? Why did I say I yes? Know. I can't cope with this yeah. too much." And you don't you want know? to let people down. I think I that's know, a, that's yeah. a big part of it. Like you kind of go, "Oh, I don't want to say yes," and then like actually I, I can or something. You know, right. and I think that would be. I'd hate that because everybody's working so hard. But I mean, you know, that very rarely happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be nice to be in that position when you're like, yeah, can, things are just rolling in. But yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one. For <laughs> I'll now. just leave it's that not one. That's me. not quite, not quite the right. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Again, somebody's doing it, and there yeah. are people doing it. Yeah. What about the walking out thing? I, th- I was talking to somebody the other day about um, you know, you just w- you hear these stories of people What's who that? walk, people what, who walk, walk from a job? jobs and just go. <gasps> do you know what? I can't really? do it. And I was thinking, wow. I mean, I'm so not anywhere near there. Yeah. But I wonder, will I ever have an experience when I go, That's an interesting one. I'm going to walk. I think I'd only do that if I didn't feel safe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was like, I'm not in a safe working environment or this is like, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I can absolutely walk on this because I respect myself and I'm in a place where I'm like, I'm not, I won't be treated in that way. That's the only, that would be the only time. And I was like, the way I'm being, that's, I mean, that has never touched wood, ever happened to me. But like, if you were like, yeah, at at the way I'm being, treated in this process or something sure, yeah. or like somebody and you know then maybe that would trigger it. but I, I don't think i could ever just be like it's your job you're there you've got it like no and I then don't you know. think like how many people would want it exactly and, and, fought for it and totally and, and you're part of that process and there's difficult times in a process so you've got to kind of push through it. and often the really difficult things that you get through end up being the best jobs because you've That's kind of true. gone through all of that stuff to get to it and you kind of go oh, God, i never thought i could have played that or I never thought we'd get there in the end and you did and you're like yeah no 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 I think I think it I think walking's a bit selfish because it's a bit like everybody who's involved in that process yeah. you know not maybe that's self maybe selfish is the wrong word because it would really depend on the circumstance of course well we don't know what ba- battles people are fighting exactly. this is the thing about being a exactly human. <laughs> that's true <laughs> you yeah. never know it, well exactly you never know so you've got to respect that that's I guess, yeah. yeah be made for as the a, right reasons. For the right reasons, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm a bit like, I wouldn't want to let anybody down, I think. And yeah. just all the people that have made something and put people in. I'd almost rather, if I didn't think it was right for me, say no at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Then like... Well, that's definitely better. A month then be like, this is <laughs> for me. Actually, you know I mean? this is right Actually, for me. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw my hatch down and leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never... No. Are you concerned about what other people think of you? I think I am a bit, yeah. Just in general? I, I mean, think, yeah, I think just in general, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's just that thing when like maybe, yeah, I think I've always been a little bit like that. Me too. Really? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I know, it's frustrating, isn't it? I think it gets a, a tiny bit less as time yeah. goes on. And I think when you surround yourself with people that you're like, oh, they seem to like me, that's nice. <laughs> then, oh, then that feed, Yeah, that's joyous. And then obviously you don't get self-conscious. But I think whenever I'm in a new situation, mm. I'm definitely always a little bit like, that's kind of the first thing I worry about, which I think gets in the way sometimes. Like, for example, in additions, it's like, yeah. if you It's catch, all that. It's all that, isn't yeah. it? Rather than catching you on a day when you're like, oh, I don't, do you know what? I don't care. I'm totally happy in myself and I want to just come in here and do my job. And like sometimes yeah. that happens and you're like, brilliant, that was a lovely feeling. But unfortunately, there's always that little person on your shoulder being like, I wonder what they think. And what did that? Yeah, oh, I think I definitely totally. have that a bit. Yeah. But then if you, as you talk about your pals, like if you can get to a point with your close friends where you go, you can convince oh, yourself. So, yeah. Like, it's not, they're not, out to get me or no like, oh no, no. I, i'm not yeah. going to upset them with or close, if, I, if I do pals. they'll tell me or, yeah you know. and like that's why yeah that's why they're your closest pals aren't they because they've been through all of that they, yeah. they know your patterns they know what, when you can and they know that you're thinking like that yeah exactly so like, and they take the piss out of you for thinking like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the mate like yeah yeah friends um were we talking earlier about being only children i can't remember i think we might have talked about it in the the the, the, the oh. 
in the, the, in the terrible, terrible bit that we don't that want, no one wants <laughs> to hear. That nobody wants to hear. Yeah, either yeah. that or it was the very beginning. Yeah, okay. Either way, we're both only children yeah. and we know that now. Yeah, we know. Yeah. And I think that for me, yeah, maybe not having immediate family in that sense has meant that like the friendships yeah. that you forge are, are for me, they feel like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like brothers yeah. and sisters, like family and, and they've been there in so many ways. It's like, they're, yeah, I think they feel like family. I suppose if they're going to be brothers and sisters, you have to be prepared to listen to their shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I hope and so. And for them to like call exact, you on yours Call you on yours and give you like advice and tell you when you're going mad and all of that. Yeah. And be there at those times when you're like, maybe I don't want to tell anybody how I'm thinking. Be like, no, I should and yeah. I can. And they and they'll be there and they'll listen. And Oh God, yeah. So grateful for that actually. Phew. Phew. Thank God. <laughs> god for that <laughs> well that's all the time we have for this uh, week i never say that <laughs> i feel like i shrink that's all the time we have um right into the mic and, all. <laughs> that's all the time. and somewhere in the ether there's 20 bonus minutes oh yeah somewhere maybe it's not there's not a lot of repeat either that there's can be other the, stories the bedtime special that mm. we're talking about but it's some. it's probably nowhere it's gone. It might emerge one day. It's I was gone. laughing recently because I've un- unearthed the non-broadcast pilot, I call it, mm-hmm. of this show. Mm-hmm. Me and Danny Heron. Oh, really? <laughs> which I've never, which no one has ever heard except... Oh, that's fun. Me and Danny. And it's so funny. I was listening back to it not that long ago. It's uh-huh. just, it's like, was that like kind of one to kind of practice? Like yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, the that's brilliant. Of, you know, it was done in this room and it was done yeah, in the yeah. same style, but it, I hadn't, it was half an hour long and oh, I hadn't found brilliant. The, the kind of vibe for it yet. And it's, it's weird. All the outtakes back. of everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. There's loads of stuff I wish I'd kept over yeah. the years. There you go. <laughs> ah well. Yep. That's our official time. Cool. Thanks for doing it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Jessica Hardwick. I think. Do you know what? I think the Mikados, the Mallows, helped set us off on a good thing. I think we had a great old chat, and I really enjoyed having that chat. And thank you very much for listening to it. Thanks for, for always being a supporter of the show, however long you've been here. And remember, if you'd like to support the show further, uh, you can do that in many different ways by following me on social media, Pod, or by going to patreon.com forward slash putting it together. That's where the patrons are and that's where you can chip in a few quid a month to grow the show. So thank you very much for those who have already done that. And please do, if you can, join them over there at Patreon. In the meantime, all that having been said, uh, until next week when I bring you a brand new episode with a brand new interview, just uh, take care of yourselves and go one wee moment at a time. Thanks for being part of this journey and uh, thanks for all the support you give in the many ways that you give it. So I hope you have a great week, a great day, a great night, a great morning, wherever you're at. Uh, All the best and I'll speak to you next week. Cheerio now.